Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley, and if you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my witchy journey. The good, the bad, and the chili. The chili. Chili. Red chili or green chili? Mm, cold chili. Oh. <laughs> Gotta be more specific. You made me an apple drink. How do you like your drink? It's good. Yeah. It's a good drink. It's pretty tasty. Uh-huh. It's got moonshine in it. Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Am I going to make it to the end of the episode? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that have anything to do with Yule? Um, yeah. A little bit. Okay. Okay. I mean, not the moonshine part, but the apple part. Yeah. So, before we get started, I have a note from last time. I got this book. You got a book. This book. That's a colorful book. Bewitching the Elements. Yeah, Bewitching the Elements by Gabriella Hurstick. Um, and it has some really good insights on all the elements, as well as a list of correspondences. Okay. In the back. Okay. Um, and, like, spells and stuff for each of the, each of the elements. So, highly recommend... If last week's episode um, did it for you and you were interested in, in learning more. All right. Some new book. Cool. If I knew how to read, I might dive into it. <laughs> b b b b witch. <laughs> so, yeah, today we're going to talk about Yule. Um, we're going to talk about other um, midwinter winter solstice celebrations that different places do as well. I didn't go through all of them, but a handful. Oh, okay. All right. But first, we talk about Rock. Always. Always. Uh, is it Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or is this just... No. Another mineral. Okay. This. You gave me a moon-shaped rock, and it is... Is it black? Hold it in the light. Looks like dark no, purple. No, you need to lean super dark purple. in the light. It's blue. Is it blue or purple? It's blue. Oh, okay. So this is the blue gold stone. Is it blue or gold? It's blue. Oh. Um, technically, it's neither gold or a stone, but we'll get into that <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> this almost looks like synthetic. This looks like a fake, like, made in a lab it rock. Is. Oh, okay. It's not real. Well... It's not from the ground. At it's least. real. I'm holding it. It is fucking real. Yeah, so this isn't actually a stone. And it's not really a gold, but it is blue. So we've got that going for us. Okay. Um, so what it is, it's made from silica glass okay. with another type of metal. So either copper, cobalt, Manganese, is that how you say that? I think so, yeah. Or chromium oxide. Oh, okay. So there's four colors, and each one is like one of those. So this one is going to be cobalt because it's blue. Got it. So silica glass and cobalt is how you make this. Okay, cool. 
And with a lot of that, like, synthetic stuff, you think about, like, you know, more modern techniques of making things like fake diamonds and things like that. Right. Um, But this actually has been around for a while. I guess there was an urban legend that went around that it was created on accident by Italian monks in the 1600s, but that can't be true because there are samples from Iraq from like the 1100s, like talismans and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and they, but the earliest written reference is just this dude in Venice, um, who was granted exclusive light, exclusive license to create it. So like he was the only one allowed to make it. Mm. Um, supposedly it's been used in like ancient alchemy, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, alchemists were kind of obsessed with, Trying to create gold. Yep. So. And they, they came up with this. Well, I mean, they came like, up That's with, not gold, but it's cool. But. <laughs> they came up with a lot of stuff, but this is one of the things they came up with. So the Mohs scale is actually 5.5 to 6, which is surprisingly hard for something that's glass. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's silica, but, like, I was shocked that it was that high. Yeah, like, I don't know if this is the right word, like an alloy. They tend to be stronger. Like a bond. Yeah. They bonded. They bonded. It feels like a little lighter. Like a similar stone, the same size might be a little heavier. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. It has like an interesting like texture to the the sides, also. Um, so it's connected with the earth, obviously, because we made it. Mm-hmm. Water, because blue. Okay. This is a stone for Sagittarius, which Ooh. is the zodiac sign for most of December. I I've, I've, I just now, I, I said boo, so I have decided I'm going to carry on with that. I don't like Sagittarius. You don't like Sagittarius? I just decided that. I have no basis behind it. I have no real reason. I just decided boo. Boo you, Sagittarius. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to look up later if Capri- <laughs> or, uh, Cancers and Sagittarius have problems, So, because uh, I'm curious. Well, do you know what the birth month I just want to know if they notoriously don't get along or something like that. <laughs> that's, my, that's what I'm, I'm going to look up that later. Um, sorry for all the Sagittariuses out there. <laughs> Fucking Ted, I guess, doesn't like you. Not, um, not you specifically, but like the general. <laughs> <laughs> just... In general, just fuck Sagittarius. Yeah. How dare they have such a long fucking Zodiac yeah, name. Yeah, I'm starting like a spoil- sports rivalry with the Sagittarius. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So it's just a, like, it's just a rivalry. Then. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, ridiculous. Um, This is good for your heart and crown chakras. Okay. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about what else it's good for. It is believed to... Transmit healing energy, increase self-acceptance, aid in learning, and soothe hypersensitivity. It's a really good stone for empaths. It's also called an ambition stone, so good for like attaining goals and things like that, which is kind of one of the reasons I picked it, because that's sort of the time of year. Um, encouraging positive attitude, revitalization, reducing tension, ingenuity, drive... Um, the color, like depending on which color it is, remember I named like four, there's four different types. Yeah, red, yellow, white. Yeah. Well, it's red, <laughs> red, green, blue, and purple, I think, 
is the four. Um, they'll carry a little bit of whatever of that mineral, obviously, because it's in there too. Yep. So each of them is a little bit different. But this one is supposed to make wishes come true. It's good for protection at night, especially for kids who are afraid of the dark. So if you have a kid mm-hmm. who's like scared of the dark. Yeah, I bet kids would really take to the stone too. It's all like because yeah, it's, of sparkly. It's sparkly and yeah. pretty. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like it. Uh, as far as health goes, it's good for joint issues, improving circulation, calming inflammation, promoting tissue regeneration, calming anxiety, detoxing, stomach issues. Um, it is also supposedly used by practitioners to help people with eating disorders. So that's good too. Is there anything this stone can't do? Yeah, lots of stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know I always give plenty of fucking, <laughs> like, a list. Are you fucking new here? Never, ever, ever just have. Like, it just keeps going. <laughs> never have I fucking set out, like, started a fucking stone and been like, it does this one thing, period. That's it. That's what I want a specialty stone. I don't want a jack of all stones. I, there, there's no such thing. No. <laughs> you know that there's always a bunch of different things in every stone. Ted, how many times do you have to go over this? Because it's not going to do the same thing for everybody. But yeah, that's the that's the blue goldstone. All right, that was that was brief. You were just bitching about how long the list <laughs> is. Yeah, I mean it's fairly new, so it's not like a long history or anything. Oh, they, they, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense if they've only been making it for a couple hundred years. I doubt that they have like a long recorded history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, let's move on to the herb, the herb of the week. Is okay. going to be rosemary. All right. I can't believe I haven't done rosemary yet, and I had to check the past episodes twice because I was like, "Surely I've done rosemary before." And I, f- I, I feel like rosemary should be a staple of this podcast. It absolutely is, and I don't know how I missed it for this long. Let's be real. There's a lot of parts of plants we could talk about, like yeah. a lot. Oh yeah, I just like was surprised at this one of all. Of them I didn't do earlier on. But it was good because I needed it for Yule, so. Um, all right, so rosemary. So a little bit weird because it's technically fire, sun, and masculine, but there's a lot of, like, history that would make it more Venus and feminine. So hmm. I'm, like, 50-50 on this. But... It's native to the Mediterranean. Okay. It's an evergreen shrub, which I don't know if I knew that. It's kind of like juniper. I guess I like this. I guess the little stemmies kind of look like oh, juniper bush, but in my brain, I was never like, oh, it's a fucking shrub. Like, right. I've just seen it like dried yeah, and like, like little like sprigs. I, in it. Yeah, that's how I thought it grew in the garden was like a bunch of sprigs. I don't know. I'd... No, it turns into like a big like woody bush. <laughs> Just poof. all right. Yeah, it I didn't know that either. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. So this was associated with Aphrodite because rosemary means dew of the sea in Latin, which is a dope ass name. Uh, do D-E-W? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Dew of the sea. What did you think it was? I don't know. I thought it was like some weird Nike commercial. <laughs> Dew of the sea. <laughs> Nike. I mean, no. Anyway. 
So this was worn by Medieval Brides as a token of love and virtue, which, again, is kind of weird to me that it has this, like, masculine association, so I'm not sure about that. Because um, there was even an old saying that said, where rosemary grows, the woman rules, because it supposedly would only grow where the lady of the house was the boss, like, wore the pants, so, like, hmm. some should be sprouting in our garden, like, any moment now, I think. I doubt that. <laughs> The face. Um, In Hamlet, Shakespeare says that rosemary stands for remembrance. And there's actually been studies done that shows that the scent of rosemary will improve your memory. Hmm. So, like, if you're studying or something and you, like, take a good whiff of of rosemary or you have, like, rosemary, like, um, incense or something burning, it's supposed to be good for your memory. Hmm. Yeah, I can think of herbs that would ruin your memory if you don't <laughs> it with. Yeah, not so much. Doesn't yeah, help no. as much, no. Um, it's a really good substitute for frankincense because that's not just, like, around for most people. Like, most people <laughs> can't just, like, go to the fucking store and buy frankincense. Yeah, uh, look next to the myrrh. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe some go- pick up some gold while you're at it, you know. <laughs> Stupid. Um, if you listen to our episode on juniper, they're very similar in their usage. So I talk during that episode about uh, smoke cleansing. A lot of people will use rosemary for smoke cleansing mm-hmm. as well, which I may have mentioned in that episode. I don't remember. <laughs> it was a long time ago. So if you hang rosemary above your bed, that helps you remember your dreams. If you place it under your pillow... It helps with restful, restful sleep and to drive away nightmares. You can, like I said, burn it to cleanse negative energy um, or like right before you start a spell. Protection spells, um, it goes in baths for protection. Love, lust, healing, banishing, and exorcism. Oh. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh. I even made the face on, on my notes like big white eyes. <laughs> Okay, then. Um, And then loyalty. So if I remember correctly, rosemary is like, remember how I said clear quartz is like the, 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 the use all, like if you don't have something, you can use clear quartz instead of that. I think rosemary is the same. I'm pretty sure that rosemary is that, but for herbs. It's it's the stand in. It's a substitute. Yeah. Yeah, It's like substitute. So at least I'm pretty sure. Also good for headaches um, and hair loss. It's supposed to be really good for your hair, actually. Like if you use it as like a rinse, like the oil, you can, it's supposed to like strengthen your hair follicles and stuff like that. Like, so that's pretty interesting. All right. Indigestion, high blood sugar, weak immune system. Get ready. Fucking saddle up. Uh Uh-oh. Anti-inflammatory. Okay. Antioxidant, okay. antibacterial, okay. antiseptic, okay. and astringent. Yeah. <laughs> I even wrote Jesus at the end. Of this. It was all the anti Anti-gun, anti-abortion. <laughs> it's anti-everything. It's definitely not anti-abortion. <laughs> Exorcisms, Ted. Uh, oh. It is anti-fucking being um, possessed, though. That It definitely yeah. is that. Yep. Anti-possession. <laughs> Anti-matter, no one is. (laughs) 
And as we know, possession is nine nine tenths the law. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you were going there, dude. Just stare at me. <laughs> um, I had to double check, make sure I knew where this joke was going. <laughs> so the oil that it secretes, I hate that word. I just realized secretes is gross. That's a gross yeah, word. I, I feel like <laughs> secretes makes it sound like if you squish it, oil comes out. Is that how it works? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because like plant I think oil. it's like sap. Like how trees have sap. Huh. I think. I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to look at it. Like, how, like, is, it <laughs> is it like pressing oil out of like bud and like <laughs> trying oh to God. get a dab what going? What is it with you and fucking... I don't know. You don't even smoke weed <laughs> at all. Never. I'm talking about it. Once something gets in my head, that's where we're at. <laughs> so the oil, supposedly, if you rub it on your uh, joints, it's good for increasing circulation and easing aches and pains. So that's good, too. Okay. So there's lots of stuff um, on rosemary. There's, like, a ton of history about rosemary. It does, like I said, a lot of stuff. But we have, like, a fuck ton of Yule stuff to talk about. So sure. I'm going to leave it at that for now. Okay. It's going to be Yule in seven days. Mm-hmm. And there's a very long history about Yule. Hold on. Let me check something. What? On the 21st? Yes. Because it's the, it's the winter um, solstice. Okay. We're going to push to have this out on the 21st. So it's Yule today. Yeah, today. Yule today. When we were recording this, it was it was seven days ago. Yeah, but they don't need to know that. Just it's today. <laughs> it's today. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably should have done this last week so people could have prepared a little bit. But oh well. So Yule comes from the Norse, I think it's pronounced Yol, J-O-L, which you probably know as the winter equinox. Mm-hmm. It's the same day every year, December 21st. Yep. It's the shortest daylight day of the year. Yep. Shortest day, longest night mm-hmm. of the year, which means the sun is coming back, y'all. We're going to get more of it? Yep. That's it's awesome. coming back. <laughs> It's so nice. Our cat is just like sitting behind Ted staring at me over his shoulder. Yeah, you're on my team. TD. So this time is a time for introspection. It's time for gathering with loved ones. It's a time of hope because in these ancient cultures, it's they know that life is getting easier, right? Like it's it's going back in the right direction. So they yeah. were very hopeful at this point like all right we're we're getting through the hard stuff you yeah. know we're, we're getting back to back to not freezing to death mm-hmm. which is a real life thing back in the day so pre-christianity this uh holiday i guess we call it a festival holiday you can call it a sabbat if you like yeah. um celestial event <laughs> sure began in scandinavia and then, of course, like all holidays, the Christians stole it because they couldn't come up with their own, I guess. Right. <laughs> kidding. They, they no. just had to trample it in the dirt. Yeah, like, no, no, I, no, that's our holiday. I'm kidding because it was just easier to let people keep doing what they were already doing and just be like, guess what? You're a Christian. You're celebrating. Yeah. You've been doing it the whole time. You've been doing what are you it this about? whole time. What are you talking about? Um, just 
just the best at bamboozling people. Do not come for me. Jesus was born in April. Fucking look it up. I promise. Anyways, ancient Norse people started it thousands and thousands of years ago. It's not really hard to understand that a winter festival would be, like, have themes like fire, light, feasts, etc. Like, sure, that, yeah. it makes sense, right? And so many different cultures had similar types of celebrations, especially cultures with a really, really bad winter like Scandinavia right. and other European Germanic type cultures. Yeah, it's all about getting together, getting warm, getting fat. Well, an interesting fact that I didn't really realize that they had so much meat because they had to slaughter all the cows because they couldn't feed them. Oh. Which I didn't know that. So, like, that's why they had, like, this feast was because they had to kill all the cows because they would freeze to yeah, death there's, otherwise. there's no grass. It's yeah, like... so either they would freeze to death or they would eat them, like, one or the other. All right. So I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Also, you know, for sacrifices. Yeah, man. So around about the, I think it was the 10th century, this Norwegian king called, I think it's pronounced Hakon the Good, he became a Christian after visiting England, and when he returned, he made it a law in the Nor like his with his people, that Yule should be celebrated at the same time of Christmas as Christmas, and it can that's when it like kind of took over in other cultures. So like oh, in so England, the, they can, a lot of like, people are like, oh, we do it both, and then they go to a Christian culture and they're like, no, 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 you do the thing, you do the thing that we know. Yeah, he would literally like, if they didn't drink like have enough ale from the twenty first to the twenty fifth, he would like like tax them. So they had to, like, make sure they had enough, like, booze huh. to make it all the way to the 25th. Okay. So, like, that was kind of weird. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about celebrating it. And I there's some historical stuff tied in here as well, about, like, why we do stuff. So let's talk about it. So, like I said, Yule is about resting and reflecting. Mm-hmm. It's about new beginnings Really, really great time to write down shit that you want to let go of. So, like, my favorite thing and what we will do for Yule is, like, writing down, like, shit that, like, bad shit that happened this year that we want to, like, get rid of of. and burning it. Yep. So, that's, like, kind of one of the things we'll do. Mm -hmm. We might actually do our, (laughs) our dinner on... Yule instead of on Christmas Eve. But Christmas Eve is conveniently on a Saturday, so maybe not. Anyways, let's talk about correspondences. So first is colors. I bet you can guess. <sighs> the way I see them or the way everybody else sees them. <laughs> so Ted It's is, red and green. Ted is red, green, colorblind. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but he didn't know the Grinch was green until like a couple of years ago. So yeah, figured he was brown. Brown is furry. You know, Makes furry. sense. Yep. <laughs> so it's reds, greens, silver, gold, and white. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Silver and gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about plants and herbs. So we've got holly. Really, any like fir tree? So like, could be evergreen. Could be. Pine could be spruce. Do you mean, do you mean evergreens? Like any evergreen? Yeah. 
Okay. Any like fir type tree. Uh, nutmeg, mistletoe, frankincense and myrrh, rosemary, sage, um, poinsettias, which I want to talk about really quick. Yeah, go figure. Peppermint, ivy, and clove. So I read this thing the other day about poinsettias that I want to kind of call out. And I found this on the internet, so, you know. Grain of salt. Yeah, grain of salt. Um, if this is not true, I apologize uh, because this isn't my particular culture, but I thought it was interesting and I wanted to share. So, poinsettias are native to Mexico, right? Sure. They are actually called Cuitla Xochitl. I believe I pronounced that correctly. Cuitla Xochitl. It's a sacred flower that was colonized and written off in history as a discovery of this dude named Joel, Joel Poinsett in the 1800s. Okay. Um, I'm really big at, like, shitting on people who try to steal things from other people. So we're going to shit on this guy for a little bit. He was definitely a slave owner, definitely a white supremacist um, who promoted that in his travels and in his political career. Um, and he was also responsible for the displacement of indigenous people. So this plant originally had nothing to do with Christianity or Christmas whatsoever. They're sacred plant used in ceremonies to celebrate the birth of a God that I'm not even going to try to pronounce and completely butcher, (laughs) but during winter solstice, um, they're used for medicinal and healing purposes, cure for sicknesses, aiding the flow of breast milk, as well as for dyeing fabrics. So if you want to do your own research on that, I, again, I'm just taking what I read. Sure. Yep. But Cuitla Xochitl is what they are called, not poinsettias. Okay. And, and, and they're not actually part of the Yule Festival? Is that what I'm hearing? They can't be because they are native to Mexico. Yeah, because this guy and was And Yule like, is from Scandinavia. Yeah. So. Sure. But if you want to put them in your own midwinter slash Yule practices, you know, and if that's, a cult, like that's your culture, right? Mm-hmm. If you're f- from there, then you can put it in your practice too. Um, for stones... Got emeralds, rubies, and diamonds. Okay. Fucking calm down. Fucking expensive. Um, bloodstone, garnets, um, and moss agate, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about, um, well, I guess we'll do animals first. So, deer, boar, bear, and the good old snow goose. (laughs) Deer, boar, okay. Uh, Deer, bear, boar. What about caribou? (laughs) Reindeer. Probably. Uh, I mean, definitely, right? There's, there's, are there reindeer in Scandinavia? Uh, they're the same animal, but once they're in captivity, they change names. Okay. I don't remember which way it goes. I think if they're wild, they're caribou. Yeah. Once, once you collect it and put a harness over it, it's once a reindeer. Once you collect it. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, that's funny. What a weird thing. It's like how locusts is like a... It's not actually an animal. It's like a a, a mindset of, it's, of oh, the it's, swarm. It's like, it's like zombie, kind of. Yeah, it's weird. But it's just grasshopper. Look that yeah, up. That'll weird. fuck you up. Yeah. 
If you want to decorate your altar, you can use bells or pine cones or candles, any sort of like evergreen type tree boughs. Um, and then food. So apple cider, which we have here. Well, I'm about out. Already? Oh, it tastes so good. It's like a pie. I've been talking, so. Yeah, that's one of the biggest benefits of the podcast. You <laughs> talk and I drink. <laughs> um, Ham, turkey, lots of fucking meats. Yeah, the slaughtered livestock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wassail, whatever the fuck that is. I actually looked it up. It's sort of like apple cider, but with like oranges and lemon juice and ginger. So it's, oh, okay, all right. It's uh, citrus cider. Well, it's still apple cider, but it's got citrus in oh. it. I might try to make some. All right. Let's talk about the Yule log. <laughs> All right. Burn it. Um, so originally this was a giant fucking log that would burn on a fire throughout the fest, the 12-day festival. Can you imagine how big a fucking log has to be to <laughs> Wait, burn for 12 Wait, one log? Days. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's where the 12 days of Christmas comes from, but it is kind of weird that it's the same number, so maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Um. So many birds in that song. Listen, if somebody gave me birds for fucking four days straight. A hundred, hundred some and a chunk of them are geese? No. I'm fucking out. (laughs) No more. And I mean, you get kind of a break because like you get to the five gold rings and you're like, oh, thank God. But guess what six is? (laughs) (laughs) So we don't really have anywhere to burn a log. So I might buy one of those Yule log cakes and we'll just eat a piece for 12 days or something. (laughs) No, I'm throwing Vader up on the TV again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vader's funeral pyre. <laughs> um, but if you have a bonfire or a place for a bonfire, you can do that. Um, or just get a giant log for your fireplace and put it out every day, and then it'll last for 12 days. Um, or you can cut candle-sized holes into a log and just burn the candles. Lots of people do that, too. Oh. You can buy them at the store where it's like up, like, hunk a log with like three candles in it then there's something called the yule goat we actually have one over there i got one from my subscription box this year uh in sweden they construct a huge goat like house-sized goat out of straw this uh, may have originated as a tribute to thor who had a chariot that was pulled by goats hmm makes sense Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm then there's the Yule Cat. Meow! Um, so this one comes from Iceland, I believe. It is a giant fucking cat that lurks about the countryside around Christmas and literally eats people who haven't received new clothes to wear before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That's the whole legend? Yeah. It eats people. It's a giant fucking cat that eats you if you haven't gotten new socks before Christmas. Oh, so that's where the stocking comes from. Um, I found something that said that it was started by farmers who wanted their workers to finish processing the autumn yule before, or the autumn, sorry, wool. The autumn wool before yule. Um, So they were like... If you don't finish your work, then the giant cat's going to fucking get you. Oh, okay. So if they would, like, get their, finish processing the wool, then they would give them clothes. Like, so basically, like, oh, you yeah, finish your sense. chores yeah, yeah. before Yule, you get clothes so you don't get eaten by a giant fluffy jester. <laughs> yeah, and it also kind of makes sense. It's like, we need fucking clothes before it gets too cold to survive. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's fucking go. 
Um, I don't know if my mom knew about this, but she'd always give us like pajamas like the night before, like in, on Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, th- I've heard of that uh, tradition with a lot of families. So little did she know she was saving us from Yola Kathiram. <laughs> Which is how you see the fucking Yule cat cat name. How fucking scary would that be? You're just walking home, minding your own fucking business, and And a giant fluffy cat, and it's like furry as fuck. It's like (laughs) Icelandic mountain lion. A big fucking fluffy cat that looks like Jester with her giant fucking main coon mane. Oh, like a Himal. Is it a Himalayan that's like extra fluffy? I don't know. It, I don't she, it's like gray and fluffy, though. Like, it looks like yeah. Jester. It looks exactly like Jester. Okay, so that's that. The next one is a Celtic legend, um, and it is the Holly King and the Oak Oak King. This is probably if you are, like, if you practice um, Wicca um, or, like, neo-paganism uses this a lot. So you may have heard of this one. Um, not you, but other people. Mm-hmm. You always give me that look like, no, I haven't. <laughs> I know. I, I keep forgetting that there are people listening and you're not just talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the Holly King and the Oak King fight for supremacy as the wheel of the year turns. The Holly King um, and the Oak King battle it out on the equinoxes so we're about to do solstice right, right. so equinoxes Those are the the days as equally long as the nights yeah. yeah so like the solstices and like for it's like solstice equinox solstice equinox right they're every quarter of the year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so in the autumn equinox the holly king wins the battle and the oak king kind of retreats to nurse his wounds and then the Holly King is its is his strongest at the uh, solstice. Okay. So, like, this solstice is the height yep. of the Holly King's power. Yep, today. Yeah. The Holly King looks like Santa, supposedly. The Oak King is more of, like, a green man. Um, the Grinch? No, he doesn't look like the Grinch. <laughs> it would like, be so much better if it was the Grinch. <laughs> it looks like the Lord, like, a Lord of the Forest kind of, like. Peter Pan? Get You don't know what the green man is? Hang on. Oh, this is like a like ultra typical druid. Yeah, kind of. He um like a kind of a lord of the forest sort of like lots of green on his clothes and mm-hmm. stuff like that whereas the other one looks like Santa. So But this is why we deck the halls with boughs of holly because it's the Holly King. Got it. It's also why this is a time of transformation. Why we shed our old ways and kind of start over. Um, it also makes sense why we burn a giant oak log. <laughs> Just saying. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm following. I'm following. Um, but that's like sort of his like thing is like because he's the darkness, right? That's sure the yeah. dark version, and yep. the green man or the oak king is like summer and spring and. All that stuff. So I don't like that we're talking about him, and it's getting really windy outside. That was a car. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, um, some other ways that you can celebrate are things you can make a witch ball. Excuse me. Uh, witch balls have been around for a long, long time. They were used for warding off evil spirits. I read that it may have 
actually originally been a watch ball because they were hung in the east window or hung from the rafters or the mantle to like watch over the house. So it might have been misinterpreted. Okay. Um, not 100%, but fun fact, actually, uh, glass studios, so like where they blow glass, mm-hmm. originally, uh, or sorry, traditionally, they make a witch ball as the first object of a new studio. So it's like... Oh, so they get everything set up and then... The, the first, that's the, the very first thing, first thing the, that they the make the is a master witch ball. glass blower blows out as a... Yeah, okay. it's a witch ball. Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool, yeah. So supposedly the bright colors would entice evil spirits um, to them and then capture them inside the ball and, like, trap them. It, it's like a it, spirit zapper. Yeah, it's like a bug zapper, <laughs> but for evil spirits. <laughs> yes. Amazing. It's also said to, um, the bright colors are also said to um, attract the evil eye because it attracts the gaze instead of looking at people in the house. So, like, it's too busy looking at the at the shiny to look at you. Ah, so whenever I do something wrong and you're catching on, I just hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sauron in the ring. Like... <laughs> Uh, you can literally go to any craft store right now and get these empty ornament balls. Um, you can fill them with salt and dried fruit. Make sure it's dried. It'll be really gross. Um, cinnamon sticks. You can put small crystals in there. Um, dried flowers. Anything that says, like, protection to you. Like, what herbs are, you know, usually used for, that you usually use for protection. Stones that you use for protection. Definitely salt, because um, it's a, like purifying cleansing protection not just for demons anymore but you know everything um and then there's also wreaths but i'm gonna get to that in one second so so is this ball thing like the origin of a ornament on a tree like the bulb actually no and i'm gonna tell you what actually is oh so i looked up a couple other winter traditions um, the first was Saturnalia, which is a Roman holiday, which was on traditionally on December 17th. And it's a week long festival to honor, honor the God Saturn. Mm-hmm. Duh. It involves sacrifices, giving gifts, lots of eating. They would deck their halls with greenery, which is where the wreath came from. Oh, originally, yeah. they would make wreaths and hang them on their doors as a sign of victory. That was like. Yeah, it's, it's a big Roman thing. Yeah. So all of those, like that, like greenery and like boughs and things yep. like that, that was something that they did first and did the wreath and all that. Um, they actually hung small tin ornaments on bushes and trees. So actually the Romans started the, the decorating of trees in the first place. Mm. So um, I believe it was also done in, uh, I think it was Sweden. They would like put like candles in trees sounds dangerous very dangerous yeah i'm sure lots of people's houses burned down it's a terrible idea but i'm pretty sure that they were the first to do both the the decorating and the the wreaths so kind of cool um there also i read um was some nude caroling that was done cool which is hilarious to me living in new england and thinking about people naked caroling in the street right now everybody's got an innie it's fucking 20 degrees outside right it's, now. It's cold rain. 
It is a cold rain out right now. <laughs> it's fucking freezing. <laughs> Can you imagine stripping down naked with all your buds, getting real fucking drunk, and then just like, <laughs> like arm Kathy, and arm, no. like Kathy? No, I am not going caroling right now. <laughs> Fucking dick swinging, titties out. <laughs> it ain't swinging nothing. It is an innie. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, in Rome, it was probably nice out, but. Yeah. <laughs> or nice ish, like I a guess. Balmy 45, 50 degrees. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun fact. I didn't do as much research on this, but in Egypt, they did a celebration of Ra, the sun god, returning. So, yep. that was another, another wintry festival. Don't quote me on this. I'm just kind of like doing this from memory. I believe it was, there's a pagan tradition. It might be Wicca. Whatever. There's a tradition that where like in midwinter on the solstice, the goddess gives birth to the sun, basically. Like not S-O-N, but S-U-N, the sun. So that's another thing. Yeah, there's there's the Greek version of like that uh, Apollo and... uh, even the Egyptians, that's the horse and horse mm-hmm. elder and younger, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it gets recycled over and over. I mean, it makes sense, right? That's if you are an ancient culture, that's what's the most important to you is that the sun is coming back. Right. So, yeah. of course, that's going to be your your jam. So, yeah, that's my spiel um, about, about um, Yule. I would really encourage you to celebrate it in the way that works for you. It's a time right now for some introspection. So thinking about the year that just passed, um, I know that because of capitalism and commercialism, this time is really, really hectic for a lot of people and chaotic and crazy. Um, And it might feel like, all you're doing right now is thinking about everybody else. Um, but don't forget that you are the most important, right? We've talked a little bit about how I hate the word selfishness in the past, that taking care of yourself and looking out for yourself is important and needs to be higher on most people's lists. Yep. Selfish is what other people call you when you're not paying attention to them. Yeah. But remember that everybody else is worried about themselves, so you have to worry about you. Yep. Um, and take this time, because this is supposed to be a time where you are spending it with the people that you love, right? And that you want to share your meats with. Yeah. Share your ham and turkey and things with. Yeah. So. Share my meats with Sky. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but just, I just wanted to, you know, remind everyone that this is, I I know that because of what Christmas is now, that this is a really awful and chaotic and crazy time for most people, um, or maybe not most people, but for a lot of people, even though there's fun stuff that's happening as well, it's really, really stressful and all of that. So I just want to remind you that traditionally this was a time of quiet and, you know, being at peace and thinking about the last year and what, you know, what you want from next year. Um, and we'll talk a little bit next week about, um, new year's resolutions and like what that looks like. I want to go over something that I read about called liminal space. 
um, which is sort of like an in-between space okay. um, in the like passage of time. So like a waiting room of time basically. Um, but I thought was really interesting that I've been reading about. So we'll talk about that next time. Um, but fucking make you some meats and burn a giant fucking oak log or yeah, call up on the couch, read a book, uh, Play video games, just chill out, do whatever. Hang out with the people that you love. And or, or don't hang or out don't. with nobody. I mean, I'm hanging out with the people I love. I'm not. Wow. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's comfy cuddle season, so yeah. Um, embrace it. Yeah. Don't work too hard. Don't spend money that you don't have trying to make people happy and like you and yeah don't stress yourself out too much make your own traditions that's important too make make this season what you want it to be um make this podcast a higher rated podcast (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it's quick just click (laughs) just click on five stars um help wow. us out <laughs> just right in what a transition <laughs> i gotta do my job you did research <laughs> i gotta promote in all seriousness we really appreciate everyone listening um if you have any comments for us or anything um um show suggestions if there's a stone you want us to cover yeah. um any herbs or plants or anything like that we, we'd be happy to do it anything you've heard about that you want me to research yeah metaphysical whatever check it out Um, figure it out i got lots of books and the internet so yeah if you have questions we we can do our best to answer them um me yeah i I will you'll answer them and i will offer my color commentary gotcha yeah that's pretty standard (laughs) right take care of yourselves happy solstice happy yule happy whatever and we'll see you next time Sky, send out the recipe for this uh, this cider <laughs> drink because it's great. And bye. It's a it's store bought apple cider. Damn it! <laughs> Go to the store she bought this. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs>